Morning, everyone. Could you turn your Bibles to uh, Genesis chapter 12? Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. I thought uh, this morning it would be good to refresh our minds on the nation of Israel. And as you know, the nation of Israel has, uh, in recent days, uh, had a terrible tragedy occur in their homeland uh, with Hamas invading Israel, with Israelites being kidnapped, and uh, they don't know where, where numbers of them, whether they're alive or still had, held captive. We need to be praying for them. Uh, it's uh, terrible. War is terrible. And innocent lives are lost. And uh, we need to be praying both for the Jews and uh, those that are in Gaza and also for those that are trapped uh, in Islam, in the religion of Islam, uh, those that do not know Jesus as saviour. And when we think about Israel, we think uh, of the fact that at the present moment, uh, they're in a situation very similar uh, to what happened in Nehemiah's day. And if you want to turn your Bibles to Nehemiah chapter 4, and I want us to think about uh, what's happening to Israel now, and uh, what happened to Israel in Nehemiah's day, you know that he was a cupbearer, and he was called to go and uh, build the defensive system of Israel, rebuild it, and that was the walls of Jerusalem. And in verse 6, uh, we see, So built we the wall, this is Nehemiah uh, telling us what had happened. He says, so, we built, so, so built we the wall, and all the wall was joined together under the half thereof, for the people had a mind to work. But it came to pass that when Sanballat and Tobiah and the Arabians and the Ammonites and the Ashdodites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were made up and that the breaches began to be stopped, then they were very wroth and conspired all of them together to come and to fight against Jerusalem and to hinder it. Nevertheless, we made our prayer unto our God and set a watch against them day and night because of them. And Judah said, The strength of the bearers of burdens is decayed, and there is much rubbish, so that we are not able to build the wall. And our adversaries said, They shall not know, neither see, till we come in the midst among them, and slay them, and cause the work to cease. And it came to pass that when the Jews which dwelt by them came, they said unto us ten times, From all places whence ye shall return unto us, they will be upon you. Therefore said I in the lower places behind the wall, and on the higher places, I even set the people after their families with their swords, their spears, and their bows. And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible, and fight for your brethren, your sons and your daughters, 
your wives and your houses. As you read uh, Israel's history in Nehemiah's day, you can actually see that being played out again, very similar in today's news. In uh, recent days, uh, many Australians have been absolutely, absolutely appalled to see the conduct last Monday evening of Palestinian protesters with Palestinian flags in, in Sydney at the Opera House celebrating the invasion of Israel as well as firing off flares on the Opera House steps. The protesters burnt a Jewish flag and they sh shouted anti-Jewish slogans, uh, one of which I will not repeat at all, uh, but one which included, guess the Jews. Shame on those protesters who themselves have enjoyed freedoms in Australia largely because the laws of our land that, who have, that have a Judeo-Christian heritage. Do the radical Australian Palestinians, the, the demonstrators there, really believe they would have the peace that they enjoy here if they lived in Gaza, which has been permeated by evil and godless men of the Hamas organisation? Uh, questions also must be asked uh, with our hate speech laws. Why was there not a single arrest at the Opera House protest of the Hamas supporters. Another question needs to be asked is why a lone man was arrested and was dragged off by police who was in support of the Jewish nation and who was carrying a flag on Monday evening. Sadly, many Christians in our Australian churches have not been taught the importance of the Jewish nation to the world and that we must stand against the tide of anti-Semitism that the Jewish people face. The church today needs to be reminded of the words of the German pastor Martin Niemöller, who was interned in German concentration camps before he was released by the Americans in April of 1945. Pastor Martin wrote this, First they came for the communists and I did not speak out because I was not a communist. Then they came for the socialists and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out for me. Uh, the church needs to be reminded that radical Islamists are not our friends. Uh, you can go on YouTube uh, now, and there's a video up there, and the video has been put up there by the Middle Eastern Media Research Institute, and uh, that video is translated. And uh, the video appeared in December 2022, and it features the co-founder of Hamas, of Hamas, and his name is Muhammad. 
Al-Zahar, and he once served as the Foreign Affairs Minister of the Palestinian National Authority. And if, as you look at that YouTube clip, it's been translated what he says, and this is what he says, in part. We're not talking about liberating our land alone. The entire 510 million square kilometres of planet Earth will come under a system where there is no injustice, no oppression, no Zionism, no treacherous Christianity, and no killings and crimes like those being committed against the Palestinians and against the Arabs in all the Arab countries in Lebanon, Syria, Iraq, and other countries. Now we need to be clear about that statement of the co-founder of Hamas. Uh, he desires that the whole world would be rid of Judaism and Christianity. Now I need to say that I do not label all Muslims as terrorists. There are Muslims here in Australia that are very thankful uh, to live in this country. And uh, we need to love Muslims and we need to present Christ to them. But Australia and the Australian church needs to be aware of the threat of Islam to this country. I was on the streets on Friday night with a few others from this church and uh, a Muslim man uh, walked past with his wife in a hijab and uh, I reached out to him, I gave a tract to him, he, he took that tract and continued on. Uh, we need to be reaching out to them. Uh, the Quran in uh, chapter 9 verse 30 uh, says this, the Jews call Azair a son of God and the Christians call Christ the Son of God. That is a saying from their mouth. In this, they but imitate what the unbelievers of old used to say. Allah's curse be on them. How they are deluded away from the truth. So the Quran's writings show that Islam teaches that Jews and Christians are deluded from the truth of Islam. Uh, we need to realise that our world has benefited enormously because of Christianity and the Jewish nation. And we must never forget that the Jewish nation are a chosen people by the Lord. Deuteronomy 7 verse 6. For thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God, the Lord Thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love upon you nor choose you because you were more in number than any people. For you were the fewest of all people, but because the Lord loved you and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, hath the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the house of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Uh, God's eternal purpose is to bless the world through the nation of Israel. And we must never forget the words that the Lord said to the Samaritan woman 
in John chapter 4. In verse 22, the Lord Jesus said to her, Salvation is of the Jews. And if you are a Christian, you need to ask, or you need to think about this, have you thanked the Lord for your salvation? And have you thanked the Lord for the Jewish nation that has blessed this world enormously? Genesis 12, verse 1 again. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Uh, because of the Jewish nation, the world has seen the light of God. Because of the Jewish nation, the world has seen the law of God. Because of the Jewish nation, the world can understand the love of God. Because of the Jewish nation, the world has seen the Lamb of God, the Lord Jesus. Let me expand uh, those uh, few thoughts. Uh, firstly, because of the Jewish nation, the world has seen the light of God. The psalmist write this, writes this in Psalm 119, 103. How sweet are thy words unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through thy precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now, God's word is a light to the world and God's word gives us light and God has used the Jewish nation to bring God's word down to us today. Uh, secondly, because of the Jewish nation, the world has seen the law of God. And nations that have embraced God's laws into their constitutions, even if it's only some of them, have been truly blessed. When Moses wrote uh, the book of Deuteronomy, he indicated that the nation of Israel would be truly blessed if they obeyed the laws of God. Uh, Deuteronomy 28, verse 1, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations on the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, blessed, thou, uh, blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed thou shalt be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store, Blessed shalt thou, shall thou, shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed, thou, blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and in all that thou settest thine heart hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself, as he hath sworn unto thee. If thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, 
and walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. Now, that's speaking about the land of Israel. Now, uh, the church is not Israel, and Australia is not Israel, but here in Australia, we have benefited because of God's laws to the nation of Israel, some of which we have embraced. In fact, when you look at the Western world, the Western world has been blessed because of our Judeo-Christian laws. And many people of other countries, including those from Islamic countries, have chosen to immigrate to Australia because of the safety and the security that our nation brings to them and to their families, and that is a result of the word of God in our nation. In a press release uh, from 2001, uh, we read this. It uh, concerns uh, the United States, and it says, In a victory for religious freedom, U.S. District Judge Jennifer B. Kaufman ruled today that government-endorsed Ten Commandments displays in local Kentucky schools and courthouses violate the First Amendment and must be removed immediately. Noah Feldman uh, at uh, the Blumberg Report, or Blumberg.com, uh, writes this. Into the 20th century... Many public schools started the day with Bible reading and prayer. These practices ruled unconstitutional in the 1960s and 70s are part of the American history and tradition, as is their striking down. One really needs to ask if the removing of the Ten Commandments uh, from courthouses and schools and the removing of uh, daily Bible reading and prayers in schools, one needs to ask, has that been really a help to the United States? Has the United States prospered because the Ten Commandments have been removed? Has the United States prospered because prayer and Bible reading in the schools has been removed? Has Australia prospered because uh, governments, uh, state governments, have uh, tried to rid uh, the schools of SRE? Have the country, has our nation prospered when uh, people would want to get rid of chaplains in schools and in other places? We need to ask those questions. And of course, the answer is no. Because of the Jewish nation, the world has seen the law of God. And because of the Jewish nation, the world has seen the love of God. And when you read the Bible, you understand, you begin to understand the love of God from the first book, Genesis, to the last book, Revelation. And God's word was written down for us, and in God's word we can learn and understand the love of God to us. Proverbs 8, verse 17. I love, love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. 1 John 4, verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. 
Because of the Jewish nation, we can have a concept and an understanding of the love of God towards humanity. Again, because of the Jewish nation, the world has seen the Lamb of God. Uh, John the Baptist, the messenger from the Jewish nation, when he saw Jesus, he announced that Jesus was the Lamb of God, John 1.29. Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Uh, Jesus was born in Israel as a Jew. Uh, Jesus had a Jewish mother. Jesus had a Jewish stepfather, who was Joseph, also a Jew. He was brought to the Jewish temple as a baby. He was reared according to Jewish law. He was raised in a Jewish town. He worked as a Jewish carpenter. He was baptised by a Jewish man called John. As an adult, he regularly worshipped in the Jewish synagogue. He went to the Jewish temple at Jerusalem as an adult. He called Jewish men to be his disciples. He ministered to the Jewish people. He preached from Jewish texts. He celebrated Jewish feasts. He was pictured in the Jewish Passover. He was, a, he was the Jewish Messiah. He was condemned by Jewish authorities. He died as a Jewish king on a Jewish hill called Calvary. He rose from a Jewish grave and he will come again to reign from a Jewish temple. Because of the Jewish nation, the world has seen the light of God. Because of the Jewish nation, the world has seen the law of God. Because of the Jewish nation, the world has seen the love of God. And because of the Jewish nation, the world has seen the Lamb of God. God chose Israel to be his special people and God was going to bring the Messiah through the Jewish nation. 2,000 years before Christ, God called out Abram to be the father of the Jewish nation and God gave the Jewish nation some wonderful blessings. What did God give the Jewish nation? God gave the Jewish nation the land. God gave the Jewish nation the law. And God gave the Jewish nation the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, their Messiah. Have you ever considered the physical blessings that the Jewish nation has brought to this world? When there's so much anti-Semitism growing in the world, people need to think we have been material, not only materially blessed, we've been spiritually blessed also by the Jewish nation. Think of some of the material blessings. Uh, let me go through just a couple of them. Here are a few material blessings that have come uh, through Abraham's family line, the Jews. Laszlo Biro. He was a Jew, he was a newspaper editor, and he gave the world a new invention in 1938. It was called the ballpoint pen. Albert Einstein, a Jew, discovered the theory of relativity. Dr. Minkskowski did research leading up to the development of insulin. William Koff came up with the kidney dialysis machine. Dr. Casimir Funk, a Polish Jew, discovered vitamins. Paul M. Zoll discovered the, or, or developed the defibrillator in 1952 and the cardiac pacemaker also in 1952. Edward Land, a Jew, instant photography, 1947. Emil Berlinger, 
invented this, the microphone. Stainless steel, invented by Benno Strauss. TNT, towards the end of World War I, when the World War was not going well, Dr Weitzman came forward with a formula for the most powerful explosive ever discovered up to that time. TNT, his invention, greatly assisted the British in the war against the Germans. Colour TV was developed by the Jew Peter Goldmark. Uh, the TV remote control, it was invented also by another Jew, Robert Adler. The video player was invented by a Jew, Charles Ginsburg. The four-wheel uh, disc brakes and fuel injection was also invented by Zora Arkus Dontov. Charles Adler was the inventor of the first modern traffic light. He was a Jew. And the first pedestrian activated light. And Sylvan Goldman was the inventor of the supermarket shopping cart. I still can't control those. I think it needs to be needs to be developed a little bit more. It brings me back to those new, that what God said in Genesis 12, verse 2, and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And in verse 3, and in all thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. The Jewish nation has been a blessing to the world in so many areas. But the two greatest blessings that have come from the Jewish nation are the Word of God and the Son of God. And when the Bible is freely available in a nation, you will find blessing in that nation. When the Bible has influenced a nation, you will find justice in laws, freedom in society and care for others in need. When the Bible has influenced a nation, you will have worshippers and servants of the living God and his Son, Jesus Christ. When the Bible is suppressed in a nation, you will find injustice, oppression and turmoil. Proverbs 14 verse 34, Righteousness, righteousness exalteth the nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. The Bible brings light and the Bible brings love to any nation that will embrace it. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. One of the greatest blessings to the world that has come from the new Jewish nation, as I repeat it, is the word of God. And secondly, by far the greatest blessing that has come from the Jewish nation is the son of God himself. Isaiah, the Jewish prophet, announced that the nation of Israel would have a Messiah that would deal with the problem and the penalty of our sins. And in Isaiah 9, verse 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Paul, a Jew, wrote what Jesus was going to do for us. And in 2 Corinthians 5.21, he says, For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. The Lord Jesus Christ died for both Jew and Gentile. And at the present time, the Jewish nation is in unbelief. The majority of Jews still reject Jesus as Messiah 
and they are blind to the gospel. Romans 11.25, For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles become in. And so all Israel shall be saved, as it is written, there shall come out of Zion the deliverer and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant unto them, when I shall take away their sins, as concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake, but as touching election, as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sake. Israel is in great trouble at present, but one day the future of the nation will be assured. A remnant of the nation will recognise Jesus as their Messiah and the Lord Jesus Christ himself will come and fight against their enemies. Zechariah 12 verse 8, In that day shall the Lord defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and he that is feeble among them at that day shall be as David, and the house of David shall be as God, as, as the house of David shall be as God, as the angel of the Lord before them, and it shall come to pass in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Israel the spirit of grace and of supplications, and they shall look upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. Do you know that in the last days, the nation of Israel is going to be regathered, they're going to be regenerated, and they're going to be restored. And we are instructed to pray in the Psalms for Jerusalem. Psalm 122, verse 6, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Peace be within thy walls and prosperity within thy palaces. For my brethren and companions' sake, I will now say, Peace be within thee, because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek thy good. We need to seek the good of Israel. How can we seek the good of Israel? We need to reach out to them. We need to pray for them. We need to be friends of the nation of Israel. Uh, Paul uh, said uh, what he did, and Paul said in Romans 10 verse 1, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. God calls Israel the apple of his eye. Zechariah 2 verse 7, Deliver thyself, O Zion, that dwellest with, with the daughter of Babylon. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, After the glory hath he sent me unto the nations which spoiled you, for he that touches you touches the apple of his eye. And lastly, uh, Ezekiel uh, chapter 11, verse 19. Uh, the Lord talks about the future of the nation. And I will give them one heart, and I'll put a new spirit within you, and I will take the stony heart out of their flesh 
and will give them a heart of flesh that they may walk in my statutes and keep mine ordinances and do them and they shall be my people and I will be their God. Let's pray for the nation of Israel in this terrible time. Let's pray for the Palestinians as well. We are living in dark days and as we look at the nation of Israel, we see the nation of Israel just like God's time clock. And we could be very, very close to the rapture where the Lord Jesus calls his bride home. Let's pray, Father, we just commit to you uh, the nation of Israel. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We know, Lord, that though there be no peace, until the Prince of Peace comes within the walls of that city at his second coming. But we do pray for the people, Lord, and we ask that many of them at this difficult time would come to recognise that they have a Jewish Messiah, Jesus, the Son of God. Lord, we'd ask that you'd open many, many people's eyes, uh, both Jews and Gentiles, both, both those that are trapped in Islam as well, to recognise Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.